0: Hey, what's up, Ecosystem? Welcome back to ATI Auto Business. It is Dispatching Live. It's Thursday. My name is Jay. We bring you top auto logistics video news connecting retail, wholesale logistics, and tech, your auto transport community media since 2017. Thanks so much for taking the time to join us again for another live show. Please do jump into the live chat. Say hello. And uh, we have a special show today. We've got... Uh, Ryan Miller of Northwest Repossession out of Chicago. He's going to join us to talk about clear data. Now, um, if if I was to say, we're going to tell you about Central Dispatch, you'd say, well, that's silly, Jay. Of course we know about Central Dispatch. But if I said, we're going to tell you about clear data, a lot of recovery and repossession professionals will say, well, we already knew that. Uh, But I don't think all transporters will say that and there's a reason we need to know about in fact Remarketers need to also learn more. There's a lot of verticals that need to learn more about clear data This is not a clear data commercial, but rather another technology We need to learn more about and understand how it affects our part of hauling repossession vehicles and booking those loads and so we're gonna do that today That's in about 30 minutes, so kick back, enjoy yourself. We have plenty of show. Please click share, like, copy, grab that YouTube link, talk about it on LinkedIn and Facebook and Twitter and get it all wound up. Really do appreciate that. So let's do this uh, without any further uh, delay. Sue, can you see me and hear me okay?
1: Yes, I can. What yes, are you do? Yes, you
0: can. I'm, well, I'm I'm ding. I'm gonna click the I'm gonna hit the bell. The bell is now in the museum. Back? It's up here. Oh. And we're it's not. it's in it's in it's in a glass case and it the value is going up on eBay now. So that's cool. Um so yeah. Well, you know, you gotta you know, sometimes you just gotta go without something. You know, I really didn't think the bell was a big deal.
1: <laughs> oh, didn't we? I thought we asked everybody. They said the bell was no big deal.
0: I know, but There's only I... only a few people randomly. Well, you know, we have so few viewers anyways. You every single one, happy. I need every one of them. You know, I'm like Jim Jordan running for speaker. Well, that's true. I need every vote I can get. But I, I got the applause button. Uh. <laughs> All right. Let's get moving with the show. Got a bunch of, I mean, really do have a lot of stuff. Um, so let me do this. You know that. Ugh. Well, not ugh to this. Um, that's fine. This is good. Clear data repo low demo uh, is coming up. And, oh, and I just want to say that. So some of these screens. So, like, we're going to get familiar with some screens today and some terms okay. and some reasons. Nice and some fields. So if you don't like software, you're gonna hate this show. Uh. Good one, Jay. Let's go into the disclaimer. (coughs) I know, I don't like it either. Wake, Wolver, here we go. Please be aware that views and analysis provided on Dispatching Live relate to the auto transport industry as a whole and may not relate directly to AT Auto Business, Auto Transport, Intel, any affiliates, advertisers, or audience members. All viewers and participants of this content, especially waive any rights during this live program, whether in voice chat, comment, video, or audio, and have been advised and encouraged not to say or express any opinions. that may relate directly at 8 to item business, auto Transport, until any of fields, advertisers, audience members, or any other company or individual should not feel like they have the right to do so. Okay? Okay. Ding. Dang it. I could have really used a bell. You know, it, if, like if, you, <laughs> if you see this... Uh, well, you see it, and you feel queasy, and you're about to... Uh, you're just getting nauseous. That's the dispatching live effect. That's what happens here. Um, it, You know, regularly, ATI programming upsets different verticals because they don't feel the overly favorable coverage. And I know that... I mean, I see it, too. It's like, you know, what we've done is pretty much we, we've ra- we've ratcheted down actual news and information in favor of just people smiling, wearing costumes. you know what I'm talking about and I'm not talking about Halloween. I'm just talking about you know information. So if you feel queasy on ATI it's because oh yeah, there's information to get and they're sharing it on this channel. So uh, Tuesday night did that is that too much? Is that too harsh? even that no. itself that didn't didn't have like a creep factor <laughs> <laughs> right just, You didn't even say white that white word white anymore oh. let's just keep going all right tuesday night simple recon pitch tank we had an awesome show where what we did was we were supposed to have two sharks but we only had one that's okay we're used to it i know the dispatching live effect but Simple Recon is a reconditioning software, and what they did was they explained uh, what makes their software great, and then they pitched it to Auto Hauler Exchange to try to develop a strategic partnership. Because guess what? This is crazy. Did you know? I know Auto Reconditioning. Like somebody just fell asleep and went and just watched some, you know, random uh, TikTok. But right. the thing about vehicle reconditioning is that. Did you know that at the beginning of the vehicle reconditioning stage is auto transport? Did you know that? Yeah. The deal is that dealers dealers are buying vehicles at auction. For the most part, this is how this is happening. Those vehicles get purchased, they're used, and they need repairs and restoration to restore the vehicle value to a look and value that a customer will be willing to pay a decent amount of money for, and that's part of the dealer profit. But reconditioning is an added expense, but you got to consider, well, if I spend this much money, I'll make this much more profit. So how did the dealer get the car from the auction? Auto transport. And so as an auto transport business, to connect with reconditioning service providers, you might actually develop further business and have more loads that need to be transported. So that was the show in a nutshell. Spoiler alert. Um, And so here's a spoiler alert. What was cool is it was not only a great show, but Royce from Auto Hauler Exchange was then interested in connecting offline with Simple Recon to see if they can get more loads on their marketplace. So it was a a success. It's pretty neat stuff. Uh, Auto Transport Media since 2017. Ecosystem, Neutral Zone, Show Me the Truck. Um, Jeff Watt, well, look we just jump right into. Jeff Watt sent me this. The caption was, "It's Tuesday night and I'm alive." But <laughs> I think what he was saying is I think this was a really good load and he just wanted to, you know, share yet another great load. Looks pretty good, right? I'm not All seeing different it. Vehicles. Yet. Oh, you're not seeing it? Oh. Uh-huh. How about now? Maybe it's just me
1: um. No.
0: How about is anybody really? else
1: seeing it? Is it just me?
0: Share a screen. Oh well. How, uh, well, shoot. Here we go. Well, the, <laughs> so the audience could the audience could see it. and You couldn't.
1: Oh, I just can't see it. It's yeah, all it yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: You, you, know, geez. Oh, that's Jay. a nice one. Yeah. Good job, Jay. <laughs> Leaving out your co-host. Boy, I'll never hear the end of that one. Um. Yeah, that is a good look. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, here's another good load. You sent this in.
1: Yeah, I did. That was Danny.
0: Danny, good job Danny. That's DSK Logistics. That Danny. is nice. Yep. And you know what I like about it too? I mean, you could literally this is like a This is like a safety compliance load. I mean, like, you know, you've got
1: I think he went through inspection and got passed with flying colors. Too, that's what I'm
0: saying. I mean, it's like a perfect load. Yeah. It's It's huge
1: okay yeah most people can't carry it he's 56 he's got three uh, front, in the back
0: perfect that's awesome that just feels good doesn't it um oh okay speaking of let's see douglas sent this in doug sent in he had an electric truck from hell he picked up the work truck or picked up the truck and it works then picked up another customer battery has electrical faults can't move it fully locked up And the list revenue sucks okay so he shared this it's not what you want to see Um, he shared this (laughs) and then this so that is a perfect load Uh, hey did you get the memo wow we're only 10 minutes in we're already into memos that's great So, this is funny. So, driver shortage, you know, it gets talked about. It's speculative. You know, it's like, was the election stolen? No, yes, no, yes. Who knows? So, driver shortage is kind of like that. You you see, keep hearing these numbers. Oh, my God, we have such a driver shortage problem. And the driver's like, no, there's a rate problem, right? There's a paying me decent money problem. Why do you think the UAW is on strike, right? But nobody wants to stand up and talk about the worker getting paid. I know. So it's funny. It's not funny, but it's real. So here's the great part. American Trucking Association, ATA, was, they finally walked back a number that wasn't correct. That's right. The ATA, the American Trucking Association, I mean, who else should know this number better? The ATA walks back their driver shortage number. Sorry, we were wrong. We overestimated by twenty thousand. Wow, I wonder, I wonder if there was any political influence there. And this gets into the dispatching live effect. It's like, fine, hate me for reporting the truth, but one day you'll thank me. We'll still be here too. Okay, but just outrun the storm. Um, how about watch convoy cancels all loads Chris thanks for sending this in I watched this video I don't watch all their videos of those other guys I can't I just can't watch them all most of them I can't but this one was good and it was really informative um, and I'm sure <laughs> I'm sure those other guys say the same thing. Um, and so, if you do want to learn more about Convoy, I talked about it Tuesday night. I also uh, am sharing this video. I recommend it. Go check it out. And this brings us to a larger economy issue. By the way, Sue, do you know about Convoy? Do you know what I'm talking about? No. Yeah, there it is. Skip said I it. Do not. There's not a driver shortage. There's a money shortage. How many companies... Yeah, it. How many companies do not want to talk about that? It's probably too many. 100%. Yeah, too many. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not nothing to see here. Nothing to see here. Communism, communism. That's communism talk. Um, yeah. Trigger alert. Triggered. So, a uh, convoy. Speaking of triggered, convoy is a digital freight brokerage. And it's in general freight, and if you're in auto transport, you know, you don't need to know about Convoy. Because I don't know if they listed cars on Convoy. That's right, I used past tense. I said listed. This company was a monster octopus. And it shut down. It would be like hearing that the number one load board forever shut down. That's how big this news is. They had kajillions of dollars coming out of their eyeballs. But what they did with it was they were lowballing too much freight and just kept getting more venture capital, more venture capital. We're going to ride this roller coaster forever. Right. Skip said no cars. I didn't think so. And guess what? <laughs> roller coaster, oh my gosh. The freight market changed, we can't lowball forever, now what do we do? And at some point, they were so over-leveraged that I guess the banks owned all their assets and they couldn't, uh, they couldn't like, uh, skee-ball into the next great situation. So anyways, Convoy is done, not celebrating, but pointing out that these things that don't make sense There's a reason they don't make sense. Do you know why? They don't make sense. Okay. And so Chris was sharing, you know, this video about are we back in the 1970s economy? That was fascinating, too. And it's over my head. I mean, I can't follow everything when you talk about economic factors. I know. I just said that. I'm not the expert on everything. I don't claim to be. But, you know, if you want to help elaborate on the bigger picture, yeah, send me an email, autotransportintel at gmail.com. And, in fact, like oil prices. Yeah, I mean, oil prices are fine right now. Is it going to stay that way? This will be interesting to continue to watch. Go to oilprice.com and check out the oil price charts. I wonder what this looks like in six months. I'm not... I'm just saying. Okay. Hey, did you get the memo? Notice regarding Central Dispatch subsi- subsi- <laughs> pricing. Sue? Yep. So what, yes. what are we looking at here? What? How does this, is this justified? I know justified? it's not very much money, yeah. yeah, no, How how is it justified? I don't know. It's
1: not like, whatever, I mean, they're already making what? What did we figure one time? A couple million a month? They needed another 100000
0: what <laughs> well i i you know i i know i actually i feel terrible about some of the uh past content where i got the calculator out and it seemed like i was you know like just taking shots so well I'm, it's true they're not taking is shots, it? So <laughs> oh, it. it yeah i mean really
1: then we have an idea what they're making per month it's all over the internet too i mean i think we looked it up that way but I can't figure. I know it's only like ten dollars. Okay, mine went up too for brokers, but I didn't get this. I don't know why. I got this for the transporter side, but I didn't get this for
0: my side of it. So, so anybody that's not brokers, aware, up this this starts next week, doesn't it? Yeah. Or, yeah. 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 Happy Halloween.
1: <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Yeah. Anyways, um, yeah, I don't, I, I mean, I don't get it. How many people you, have got working there? You man? know,
0: here's the thing, and this is, I mean. <laughs> Again, going back into workers versus executives, I mean, some would say that most of the money they collect goes to executives anyways. So... Yeah. But that's just mere speculation. That's why we have a woke waiver. Let's just keep moving. I'm not trying to start a fight. I'm just sharing a a memo. I
1: I would love to know the reasonings. I mean, it says, it. if you look at it, it says... This will allow yeah. to something do this or that. Or the
0: other. Uh, this will allow us to continue to aggressively develop new enhancements. Uh huh. Oh, that will. Uh-huh. Oh, thank God. Ten dollars a month extra will allow us. See, that was the problem. They were breaking even at one fifteen ninety five a month. <laughs> well, I'm assuming. Okay, like,
1: mine went up.
0: That's like funny. Five Come on, Joe. That was funny. All right, here we go. Judge rules TQ, TQL. Okay, as if there's not enough going on. <laughs> TQL. What's TQL stand for?
1: Total Quality Logistics.
0: Total Quality Logistics. Ding. Oh. They owe thousands of former employees overtime pay. And here's what's great. You're going to see this great association popping up from time to time in this article. The TIA. Who's the TIA. What does that stand for? Yeah, Everybody Google possible. TIA. It's uh. No, it's not transient ischemic attack. It's uh. It has to do with brokers. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, that's the, what comes
1: the first thing. <laughs> it's the yeah. It's the <laughs> transportation.
0: <having> <laughs> yeah. It's the transportation intermediaries association, which is nice and vague too. That's really very good. Transportation Intermediaries Association. Uh, hey, do you remember um, Sue? Do you remember we have a real big fan of the show, a big fan of dispatching, and he's associated with the TIA.
1: Remember that fellow? Not James?
0: Yeah. Okay. Again, I, I don't. I I, <laughs> I stand up for him because he came on this program, but they spew fertilizer. That you'd have the best crops if you could fertilize with what they're spewing. <laughs> See, and I don't think I even... Okay. I don't think I crossed the line. I think it was okay. All right. So a federal judge has ruled that Total Quality Logistics, the second largest freight brokerage in the United States. Okay. That's big. Really? That's Dude, big. Yeah. Whoa violated federal law and owes overtime pay to get this thousands of former employees who worked more than 40 hours a week. Now, I realize somebody's gonna get out their little violin, I realize, because we all work over 40 hours a week, but let's keep reading. The judge ordered TQL to pay overtime wages to the employees, but also ruled, also ruled, TQL must pay an additional amount equal to the actual damages. We don't... I'm, I don't have time to go through all the facts. This isn't a legal show, but clearly there must have been something that tantamounts to punitive damages. The, the judge was not happy. Uh, the judge found the CEO and co-founder personally liable. Do you see what I'm saying? There's something really smelly here. It was a huge win. Check this out. 4,500 members of this class action lawsuit. 4,500 members, thousands of former employees. You imagine what it takes to irritate over 4,000 previous employees? Think about that. Members of the class, that they were logistics account executive trainees and logistics account executives that worked for TQL in Ohio between September 2008 and April 2016, that's eight years of class action members. I'm I'm just saying, again, I know there are folks that thought, man, I don't like working for this company. Well, chicken's coming home to roost. These trainees are expected to spend at least six months conducting, conducting sales calls. Okay, I know this part gets boring, but only 5% of trainees would actually move on. 95 they would weed out 95 percent probably because you're dealing with people that maybe had families maybe had a life didn't want to work all day and night um former employees said they were expected to work more than 60 hours a week to meet sales goals that's a lot actually 60 is when you look at the calculator 60 is a lot um not that you know again we're all working 90 Also expected to be available 24 hours a day, seven days a week to respond to customer problems or questions. And that sounds like trucking. Now, I do want to read this. I didn't highlight it, but the CEO said, well, we conducted research and the TIA said that this is normal. (laughs) Which is so awesome. That's what the association advised us to do. They're experts. And that's what other top brokers in the industry are doing everybody's overworking everybody we just were doing i mean you know we're all running over the cliff here so awesome so welcome to auto transport boy we're right on time um all right i want to i want to roll this video here we go It was posted, and you know, on the dispatch sheet, texted me to get the dispatch. Well, I don't know how, and I guess we're gonna find out, or we're not. But a fraudulent copy of the dispatch sheet ended up on Central. We don't know how much later, with the same two cars, with the full VIN numbers of both cars, saying we'll give you cash if you deliver both cars to the Laredo area. Here's the fake. Now, what's interesting is, as you look at the fake dispatch sheet, you notice a pattern. Order ID, only text me. Dispatch instructions, only text me. Additional terms, only text me. Alright, this is a short video that I posted. Now, what happened was, um... Now, wait, Sue, remind me, did I already talk about this?
1: No. I, well, maybe on Tuesday, and I missed it, but not maybe it was a Tuesday.
0: Okay, must have been from a Tuesday show. That makes sense because suddenly I'm like, wait a minute. Okay, <laughs> so um, you can let's see. You can see the screen. No, you can't see it. Uh, here we go. All right. So uh, what happened? This is so interesting. Is that the word has gotten out that the dispatching alive effect is happening? A company called me and said, oh my God, Jay, we we were in the middle of a fraudulent situation and you're the first person we thought of because this is an aspect of auto transport that we don't really want, you know, our, our client is in the middle of a, of a police situation and so we don't really, you know, please keep our name private, but we got to get the word out. This is legit, straight up fraud this is the dispatch sheet i fuzzed everything out that this was the legit dispatch seat two cars and we're going to say from like corpus christi okay down in texas two cars still paying 200 per car quick pay to go to see they're supposed to go to dallas 200 a car go to dallas book it vin numbers vehicle info And somehow, and this is what we need to find out, a fraudulent dispatch order gets posted on Central soon after the real order. And this is the fraudulent dispatch sheet. Only text me, don't call me, don't call me, don't call me, just text me. We're going to pay $400 a car, COD, and bring it to us in Laredo. Now, it doesn't say, it just said Laredo. They left, and they. this is what's really interesting. I feel like whoever put this together really knew what they were doing because they made it look like it's reasonable. Yeah, we don't have the name of the pickup. We don't have the name of the delivery. We don't have that stuff. We'll get it to you. And they even posted a legit shipper up here. I'm telling you, you wouldn't know. And if you're a carrier, you're like, man, that money's great. I'm doing it now. So a carrier booked it. And a carrier texted, dude, dude, text me, text me. Do not call me. <laughs> so the carrier did it, texted. And uh, I guess while in transit, you know, hey man He wants to know where he's going to deliver it. What's he going to do? You know, give him this address, wherever it was. I don't know, a gas station, a field, you know, was Jesse from Breaking Bad there at the time? But it was a and once those cars were delivered, man they were gone by the time the police knew about it, I don't know and we're in the and the client that thought they were coming to Dallas, do you know a carrier then books this one the carrier, the real carrier, well the second carrier, the legit dispatch, he shows up to pick up the cars and that's when people are like, "Oh yeah, no, those got picked up yesterday what? Uh, where'd they go? I don't know. Where did, they, where did they go? And that's how it all unraveled. So now, people are starting to point out, Oh, whoa, shoot. I saw a text-only order. Did you send me one of these, Sue? Here's another text-only order.
1: No, that's me. That's my load. That's how oh, that's I always you? Do
0: them. Oh, well, shoot, Sue? That's me. Well, so this—I mean, again. So, Let me then go ahead. Well, there you go. Oh, that's the, well, that's the. Well, wait—we hit do everybody. It so it doesn't
1: eat but up my See, this is the problem here in the office. So.
0: Whoever whoever created the fraud dispatch, copied. A method already alive and well, and then took it to the nth degree. Oh yeah, it's all over. I mean. Yeah. But
1: see, this here's the different. thing. I'm not the only one. That's not the only one. There's a lot of them on
0: there. Well, there's a lot of them. So what do we do? I don't know.
1: Most people text it. And,
0: and what did, does, you well, know, yeah. what, And here's the big question. Because the, the person that contacted me asked me this. What does the load board need to do? Do you want to stir up a controversy? What They're does the, do load the load board need to do? Board. Does the load board need to do anything? Is it just a, well, this is auto transport. You can do whatever you want. I mean, what? where are we on?
1: Well, I would love to know who's the actual broker on this, if they were
0: actual broker, if it was a transporter. That okay. That would make a huge difference. Too. I do know. Okay, here, good question. So I, because I asked some questions too. I think that the buyer posted it on the load board. And they they do that all the time. This is a large business that buys a lot of vehicles used and they post them on central. Personally, this was yet just another normal transaction, and then this happened. And neither that so buyer I'm- nor the shipper has ever seen this happen. This is a new, and we've and I, what I told them in, is in 2023 well, we've seen a lot of fraud, like yeah, not like in 2022.
1: Right. I mean, don't you remember that broker that was on there with us? Was it been almost? It was, God, it's almost been a year, probably. Um, And he said they were going to into his account, setting them up as COD as well, and none of his stuff is COD or something like that. Or it's no, everything he does is COD, and they set it up as a billing. And then the he called them all as he was, you know, coming in every morning. He'd have to stay up till really late and find out that someone was hacking his account, sending out actual loads through his business.
0: Right, and that was a, yeah. right, that was a, that was a, was he a broker? Yeah, he was a yeah, broker. Was a, so he was a broker saying that that's his where account it started. was getting hacked. Yeah. Right. He, and, he
1: got hacked. The next thing I know, I was getting hacked, and it was just like a chain of events that just kept going downhill. I mean, right now, I think everything's okay, but and nobody's well, had any problems except for this. And so, so
0: there. Um, so this is, I guess, leads into whether the, whether the load board is you know, needs to do anything or not. Yeah. The question is, where did the fraud start? Did the, did the scammer, could they access the account, or did they pull it off the load board? Because here's a question that the company had, is how did the scammer get the full VINs of both vehicles? Because those True. VINs were not posted, I think they said those VINS were not posted on the load board. You know, because you don't post a full VIN on a load no. board.
1: No, right? you get it when you get the load. So, right? So, how the did they have did they the get full VIN from the company and then repost it under their exactly. name? I don't exactly.
0: know. exactly. So, did they call in? Right.
1: Yeah. Take get the, load. the
0: info and now yep. create a fraudulent dispatch. This yeah. is yeah now i've seen that
1: happen over and over and over again like i i've called you and told you about united roads load there this company was giving us an actual united road load board i mean load and we called united road and told them what was going on and i think we had one time with ready auto and they acted like it was no big deal ready auto acted like no big deal like that was okay (laughs) i was like uh okay
0: yeah Okay, so Skip is chiming in, uh, saying they had the central password. The scammer worked for the broker. Oh, wow! Interesting. That's oh, an interesting wow. theory. Yeah, inside so job. A
1: total inside
0: job. Yeah. Most yeah, jobs are inside yeah. jobs. That's a little different. Right, and how did they post on central? It's a really good point, Skip. Good job, Skip. <clears throat> um. Ryan Miller's up in 10 minutes. So I want to make sure we get to this one. They suck. They will not answer their phones. Sue?
1: I'm sorry. Someone just came to the office door. <laughs> go ahead and say that again.
0: They suck. Oh, yes. They will not answer their phones.
1: Okay. So this is a big broker. Okay. And I know you don't want me to say who it is, yeah. but if you go on autotransporteverything.com, you're going to see who it is. Okay. Um, they are not answering the phones, our actual associates that, you know, how we are supposed to have our own reps for each, um,
0: have our own reps um, for, uh, Oh, for for each of our like carriers,
1: like they handle so many of our carriers. Right. Yeah. And so they won't even answer. And, and, um, like, no, no, tell them to go anyway. Sorry. No, So that's all right. Anyways. So, um, they won't answer our questions. They won't answer our emails. They won't answer our phone calls. Literally. Like, for example, I took a load last week that was picking up at the port of mobile, Alabama. And, um, so it wouldn't give us a phone number because it says all over the schedule. Elena and you know has how a guess. Ports have bay numbers, right? <laughs> yeah, uh, she has. Go ahead. Good guess, Elena. Dean. Anyways, and anyways, so we have a
0: winner. You know, how
1: at the port that you have bay numbers to find the vehicle. <laughs> so there was no bay numbers on there. So I'm asking the the rep over and over and over again. I mean, we're talking ten texts, emails, nothing. You know when they finally answered? The next freaking day, after we'd already figured it all out with no help from them, and then I got chewed out because we didn't do this, we didn't do that. I'm like, but you can't answer anybody until the next day. Oh, man. Literally. So I didn't answer them because I was pissed off by that time, right? Guess what I got? I got a text this week, a week later, saying, did you drop and pick up those cars?
0: That's who texted you? Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no. Well, I got, all right, I'm going to all right so uh woke waiver alert this was gonna get this is gonna get bumpy because <laughs> now we know we know who and what
1: oh this is different. are you ready
0: oh this, no this
1: series oh, of checks this is, is real this company. And, and, this and what's is what really
0: sucks? So, they're so pumping out blog. i just got another notification they got another blog post other parts of the company because this is an international company i mean they're working really hard to show that they're the best and here comes this oh god logistics you can just whiff it in logistics here we go this is a real text i was wondering if your order id i was wondering i'm gonna read it like i'm just happy i was wondering if your order id for monroe oh, yeah, texas is available i can pick it up today deliver tomorrow is that is that you That's me. That's you. Okay. And they said, tell me what's the price you can offer for this load. Yeah. What you have it listed for is what I will take it for. I can give you $200 for this and dispatch the work right now. I'm doing Arnold Schwarzenegger. And I think it was listed. For no thanks, and you guys should like be ashamed that. of playing this bait and switch game that you guys keep doing. This is ridiculous. You shouldn't even be allowed to be on central dispatch. This is not what a broker does, as I am a broker as well, and I do not play these games. Yep. Uh, mind your words if you <laughs> want to take for two hundred dollars, otherwise what? I'll keep checking with other drivers. that was ridiculous it's it's like whose line is it
1: anyways
0: (laughs) (laughs) I don't mind any. I don't need to mind anything I'll be turning you into central dispatch for this shit right now (laughs) (laughs) do whatever you want I don't care (laughs) (laughs) oh god I don't even know what's coming next here we go I know you guys do this stuff all the time, and this is what you give brokers a bad name is companies like yours. I don't care! (laughs) Okay, so this is. Okay, so here's what I did. Since the subject is I don't care, and they added the little laughing head. Okay, here we go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I wanted to add music to this segment like da 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 but I didn't want the copyright infringement da 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 just sing along if you listen closely you can hear me not caring breaking news i don't care fun fact i don't care if no one if, if one does not care Who do they care to tell someone else about them not caring? What's the name of the company again? Guess what? I don't care. Oh my God, I just found out I don't care. (laughs) Hey, wow, I don't care. (laughs) I really don't care. (laughs) I don't care. I love it. I don't care. I love it. I don't care. I love it. I don't care. You know what? I don't care. I don't care. Wait, when you don't care, but they still tell you their issues anyways. (laughs) Oh, man. What a segment.
1: I I had another one yesterday. I actually have a few that I didn't get a chance to send to you, but one yesterday, we were asking for a broker fee from this company that wanted to haul another car, and I said, you needed to pay me, and he called me a liar. So... (laughs) I don't know if anybody knows anything about me, but those are ah. fight words, okay? Oh, don't man. call me a liar. <laughs> wow. And well, he said, you didn't transport. tell us that I, we had to pay your broker. You didn't. I know. Well, I told him, I said, look, I said, I could give a fine flip over $50. I'm going to give you a negative right now because you don't call me a liar. You owed me the money. It's in your contract. I got the text proven that I even told you all about it after you told me that I didn't. And, um, and I said I want you to tell your owner why he's getting a negative because you called me a liar. And um oh wait 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 I'm sorry. I apologize. Nope. Too late. Sorry. And I said, and trust me. And he goes, so you're willing to get a negative from me over $50. I said, you can give me whatever you want, because trust me, when I start posting your name all over everything about way you act. And I said, I guarantee you, you are a dispatcher for this company and you shouldn't be talking to me this way. And I said, and I will also be posting you on auto transport Intel. (laughs) So Needless to say, we went talk to the.
0: Well done. And we're waiting. For well done. See, like they did. It's the dispatching live effect. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it is. It's gotten so bad. Yeah. I mean, it's like a knife fight. You know, it's like. It uh, that's why yeah. I liked the they Ron Burgundy care. one. I, I was watching uh, Anchorman: Legend of Ron Burgundy, and then and the news channels oh, yeah. get in that gang yeah. fight. That's auto transport. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <You're Ooh. right. laughs> to uh, no, yeah, stick right. around right after this we're going to be live with ryan miller of northwest repo uh, uh northwest repossession talking about clear data stick around we'll be right back
1: are you completely stressed out from all the calls and the contracts and the verifications of loads where nobody ever answers the phone call murphy auto dispatch services today murphy auto dispatch services has over 15 years in the transport industry we are your office while you are on the road We book, we verify, and we bill out your loads for you. We have an excellent accounting staff and an even better dispatch team. Give us a call today at 417-273-0021. Or if you want to email me, it's murphyautotransport31 at yahoo.com. Give us a call today.
0: Hey, you need help staying loaded or moving a car? That's the voice of Sue. She's my co-host. She's a fully licensed broker and she wants to help you stay loaded. So if you're looking for a dispatch service, contact Sue Murphy Auto Transport Services at yahoo.com. I'm going to put the link to her website in the live chat. You can also find her contact info there. And let's do, let me grab, uh, let's see, you got a phone number and email address also in the live chat. And all right, here we go. And yes, I I should have screen share set up, so we should be good to go there. Here we go. Please do help me wish our feature guest is going to teach us about clear data. Ryan Miller, Northwest Reposition. Oh, Ryan, can you see me and hear me okay? I can see you and hear you perfectly. Thanks for having me on the show again. All right, cool, man. Well, we had 40 minutes to warm up, so, uh, you know, we're already on the Skittle. Um, But... Uh we are now ready to I know that let's talk about what we're doing. Let's let's step back for a second. Clear data. We talked about this when was what were we doing? We were in a conversation a month or two ago. Vehicle recovery roundtable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. Okay. And and it, it came up clear data is the system that recovery yeah. agencies use to manage their schedule of vehicles in and out yeah take it away
2: yeah, yeah not only that but it's all of our post repossession software of, of it's the technology that we use to help us provide all the services or the requests that are looking for, uh, for by the lenders or the forwarders so i mean do you want me to just dive right into this uh
0: this little presentation or do you want me to uh want to talk about it a little more right, i want to talk about it a little bit more because i want to make sure people understand what we're looking at um you know, something like this, you can hit it twice, you know? So, all right, first 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 swipe, introduction. We know that when an auto transporter books a load, a repossession load, off of a load board, let's be specific, central dispatch, ready auto, right? one dispatch, cars arrive. Um, those are the three that come to mind from when I was a dispatcher. And I would book a, a repossession load and then what then i got a call and i can't get a hold of anybody and that was you know shoot i was a dispatcher back in the 70s so today uh you can set appointments using online right
2: yeah we've got everything set up completely digital now for everyone and um it allows it gives us sufficient time to make sure everything's correct it it communicates with you guys as well letting you know like hey, maybe this load isn't available, like it's on a redemption hold, or maybe there's a key hold that's on it, but we don't have access into the vehicle that has some sort of restriction that's gonna stop you guys from being able to come pick the load up from us. So, you know, we use the technology to help us, uh, A, make sure that we're completed everything that we need to do on our end, and make sure that it's a smooth transition for the transporter when they do come to pick the vehicle up from us. So that way there's no questions about what's going on and we can try to make things as streamlined as we can for you.
0: So I'm going to interpret, because one of the things I heard was, oh, it'll give me more bad news, like it's not ready. But here's the thing. I used to call and call and call and try and trick the repo lot into getting them to pick up the phone when they I didn't think they wanted to pick it up. This is how I felt. I'm just sharing it. Okay, it's ugly. It's terrible. But I really needed to know, is the car there? Is that car really what we're picking up? You know, all this stuff, is it on blocks? Does it have wheels? Are there windows, you know? And I wanted to know these things and I'm I'm banging my head against the wall because I can't get anybody on the phone. Well, with this software, I don't need to do that, right? Absolutely, yeah, no, it's completely
2: digital. I mean, I get that you guys are trying to schedule the loads with us, but at the same time, we've got clients that are calling us. We've got customers that are calling us. You know, there's everyone, transporters that are calling us. Everyone's calling us, our phones ring hundreds of times a day so to, to to try to sit there and try to help you out with your one thing right there we just completely got rid of the phone system completely and just made everything digital so you can do everything online not only you customers everyone else we can give you all the information that you need right there and it just streamlines the operation so you guys can receive text messages emails you can go on our website and actually see the condition of the vehicle prior to you picking it up it, there's just really a lot of benefits from doing everything all digital and online. It helps you guys out. It helps us out, and it just smooths over the tra- smooths over the the appointment.
0: See, and you said something important is that you're busy. You're getting hundreds of phone calls. It's the same thing with the transporter. Let's go. Let's look through a different lens. A shipper thinks that the driver is just driving, you know, whistling Dixie, <laughs> right? And. And then as soon as the phone rings, which it never rings, like, hey, I've got your car. Da, 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 da. And that's not even close. Right. So everybody's super busy. And this software system, here's, this is, and this is, I think, one of my questions. How does an owner operator that has no help, no family, no dispatcher, nothing, stressed out of their mind, how do they navigate Online appointments through a software. I actually don't know. Is there a mobile app that keeps it simple for them, or what do they do? And maybe, maybe we should get into the demo. You want to do that?
2: We can do that.
0: Yeah. All right, let's do it.
2: Go ahead and I'm gonna share. So we'll
0: we'll 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 keep that question in mind as we move into this demo. This is the Clear Data. Welcome to ATI Dispatching Live. This is a Clear Data live demo of how this software that manages repossession loads works and how you can interact with it. Take it away, Ryan. All right,
2: so ClearData. This is a post repossession software that we use. You know, what is ClearData? What does it do for the repo agents? How does it help you out as a transporter? How do you book an appointment and why do you have to book an appointment? So ClearData for us, it's our post repossession software that allows us to fulfill all of our post repossession tasks that are required by the lenders. So we got to do condition reports. We have to take pictures, uh, you know, uh, inventory all the personal property that's in there. Uh, if there's keys that need to be cut, or if we were provided with keys, we can update with that information, and then it helps us out with our invoicing as well. Uh, so our post-repossession requirements for us is that anytime a vehicle comes in, we've got to do a condition report on it. We take multiple photos of the vehicle, including all the angles and every you know every picture that we can of the vehicle, including any damages or anything like that, and then we've got to itemize the personal effects that are located in the vehicle for the uh, customer redemption purposes to come retrieve those items that are out of it. It also gives us the disposition of keys. So in the event that the lender wants us to make keys or we collected keys from the consumer during the time of the recovery, it'll be updated in there as well. So how does this help you guys out as a transport? So as agents like ourselves are completing these tasks, it's giving digital reporting back to the lender and the auction to advise them that the vehicle has now been completed of all the required tasks in the agent's lot, and it's now an available load for the transport. So as long as we're doing all the proper reporting and documentation on our end, this is getting reported back through probably another program that we've talked about, Auto IMS, which this is how they communicate, with well, the lenders communicating with the auction, and that's how the auction is now figuring out that the load is available and dispatching it out through your one dispatch, through your cars arrive, through your central dispatch. This is how you guys are letting me know that the load is available. Uh, the disposition of keys and photos uh, provide an accurate representation of the unit's condition prior to the transporter uh, arriving to the agent's lot to move the vehicle. So I mean, how many times have you gotten to an agent's lot and realized that you don't have the correct equipment to move the vehicle or the vehicle is damaged to the point in which you have to deny the load on scene? Um, the reporting that we're doing is going to help you um, keep your truck full and maximize your loadout. Easiest question, you were just asking this, right? How do you book an appointment? Most recovery agents have a clear data link uh, to book an appointment right on their company website. So this is our company website. You see the big orange button there at the top of the screen that says book appointment. So why do you have to book an appointment? So booking an appointment um, and uploading all the required documents gives the recovery agency's office uh, sufficient time to confirm the release of the vehicle and compile all the documentation that's needed. So what I so sometimes we have to have an authorization for release to release that vehicle, or like I said before, it could be on a redemption hold, or there's a key hold, or there's something that's restricting that vehicle from from leaving. Having all this documentation already set and prepared not only from you guys with your BOLs that you're sending us and us confirming everything is going to really expedite this process completely. Uh, This also gives our yard staff uh, notification of the vehicles that are scheduled for release for the next day and stages those vehicles. So the transporters time on our lot is minimized. Um, You know, it's happened to us before where guys will just show up and of course, you know, I I just looked at my lot report between my locations. I've got over 300 vehicles that are stored on my lot and nine times out of 10, when you just show up with with an order to pick a car up, Yours yours is the car that's in the corner of the lot, So it's gonna take me a long time to dig that thing out and try to help you out. So we understand that time is money when it comes to transports. I mean, we're a transport company as well, as well as doing repos. So we get that and deadlines to be reached. So we understand that some auctions close at specific times or you're scheduled out uh, to where you need to get to your next load by a specific time, whether it's another repo company or another location. Um, So front loading this information over to us and scheduling a transport will allow our agents to expedite this process and speed up everything uh, for you on the back end. Um, so, back in the day when we didn't have this set of procedures that were in place, you know, at any given time it would have, you know, a transport could be in our lot for 25, 35, 45 minutes. We've now minimized this down to about three minutes per transport that shows up. That's from when you sign the documentation to where the vehicle's already pulling out the yard for you. So we've sped this up completely and we're trying to trying to help you guys out. But understanding this technology and, and working with us is going to help speed this process up. Um, so if you want to, we can just do a quick live little demo there. If you want. We, all yeah. You can, yeah, yeah. Just go to our company website there.
0: Yeah, okay, cool. So I'm gonna, all right, cool. I'm gonna go to, this is live man, right? Yep. Whoa. I'm going to go to your, uh, I'm going to go to your company website, Northwest, is it repossession.com? Northwest repossession.com. And let's make sure we're good on screen here. Okay. All right. Oh, and there it is. There's that orange button book appointments. Yep. I like that. All right. Okay. So now what do I, what do I do?
2: So the appointment type, you're going to do a drop-down that's right there, and you're going to go to transport.
0: Transport pickup, okay.
2: Before we even do that, let's click on the Qualify VIN button in the upper right-hand corner there. Oh, okay. Type in 456789. This is just a demo vehicle. 456789. So then you click I'm Not a Robot, and now you just want to qualify that VIN. Oh, sure. You're darn right I do. So now this is what I was talking about when we're taking all the pictures on our lot and everything. So if you click on those pictures, you can see the condition of the vehicle as it sits on our lot. Huh. So you can see that all four tires are good. Um, it's going to be a roller. And that, uh, Man. this is a little bit of an older one. So this uh, usually, okay, so this one says it has keys. So you know, this vehicle has keys. You know, which location it's at for us. So oh, yeah. yeah, Meadows lot. And so you, you now have a, a visual representation of what this vehicle is looking like prior Much to... Much
0: better. Yes. Yes.
2: So so now that this looks like it's a good load for you, let's go ahead and go back and let's... Right. Let's and
0: I like that, too, because I may want to get out of this thing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so that's hey, what, that's real. I mean, yeah.
2: That's what I was talking about, you know, about guys showing up at our lot and just realizing, like, hey, the... The wheels falling off this thing, or it's in some sort of crazy collision.
0: It's like a, it's like a U body with you know half of a fire happening. Yeah, yeah, I don't want it.
2: So now we'll say that you do want this one. So we're going to verify that one again. Click I'm not a robot. We're going to move okay. on.
0: Right. Okay. Yeah. Right.
2: So do VIN check. So wow. This,
0: this should know? almost in a perfect world like, you know, click here, qualify me. You know, but anyways, that's a software thing.
2: So if you've got multiple vehicles in our lap too, you could put you can separate it out by a comma. So if you've got oh multiple nice at one time, you can qualify
0: multiple ones at one nice. Okay, that's time. good okay, too. Will they all show on the same screen? Also on the same load. Ooh, I like that too. So yeah, because if you you and you know this, there are guys and gals that develop running lanes just picking up these cars because this is not a niche for everybody.
2: Right. And if you've got multiple stops that are along the way like you know if you're coming from northern illinois trying to get all the way down to a, a an auction in you know central or southern and you need to pick stuff up along the way knowing what your loadout is completely along the route and knowing that you can pick
0: everything up yes you want
2: to like i said it's gonna maximize your truck maximize your loadout
0: maximize your profitability yeah yeah and you want to definitely want to know your delivery order all right. So I click VIN check. Okay. Now. All right. So it says transport is ready.
2: Yep. So this is where you would just enter in your information.
0: Okay. Full name, company name, email, phone, preferred yep. contact method. I can put in my company address. Yeah. Company
2: sure. address. Yeah, so your Company address. And then the one section I want you to look at there is the upload form. So what I was talking about when you guys are receiving your BOLs, so yeah, you got to fill out some of that information Okay. Um, so if you want to, you know, once you have your BOLs and all of your information, even a copy of your ID or anything like that, and you want to upload that straight Ooh. into your documentations, on our end, when we have the release paperwork, the condition report, all the other information that needs to be signed off on, right, you can compile that all digitally. So that way, when you get to our shop, we just have a couple of digital signatures that you have to perform there, and then everything's streamlined. It's not like we're having to take a copy, we'll make copies for you, do everything else, everything's And with the email that's connected to it, you receive an email, uh, uh, email receipt of all the forms that you just signed as well. So you got copies, we got copies,
0: we send it off to the lender and everything's verified and the vehicle's good to go. So question for you, so what documents are you looking for to make that flow easier what could I upload that would be standard? Driver's license, yeah.
2: Driver's license, definitely the the bol. Um, you know, we need to have that that bol that's there, so that way we have a, an authorization for transport from your end. We get the we get the authorization for release from our end, but just like you were showing before, you know, with, uh, with, it looked like was that some fake uh, some fake logs that you had going on? There or some fake orders that were there.
0: You're talking to me. Fake orders, fake, yeah, fraudulent dispatches. Fraud. Yeah, that's you yeah, talking about. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. So we, we try to make sure that we've got all the documentation squared away from you guys and us, so everything's verified all the way through. Sometimes we'll get the specific transporter cool. that's pick it up, or we're going to have a release to a particular auction.
0: I want to ask this: site entry agreement, certificate of insurance. Yes.
2: Yeah, so we we do vet um, the transporters that come to our lots. Um, if we if someone is trying to book an appointment with us and it is not on our list of authorized um, transporters that are allowed to come pick up vehicles we do require the site entry agreement that's signed as well as a a copy of a coi uh with us listed as the additionally insured um this is again just to help protect our our clients and ourselves from any any claims and we get damage complaints all the time and nine times out of ten it's everything we already have documented prior to the vehicle leaving our possession so but there's uh, there's additional ones that are that are coming up um you know when the when a customer goes to redeem the vehicle at the auction they're like oh well the the spoiler is missing off the, off the trunk how would you guys do that i'm like you tell me yeah <laughs> how did that happen
0: so somebody right now is like what site entry what site entry agreement
2: yes yeah, so the site entry agreement uh is Authorization that we're allowing you or a representative from your company access into our facility uh, so that way you can pick the vehicle up uh, that doesn't hold us liable for any claims in the future. Um, this is again just a way to keep ourselves protected. That or if you're, uh, if one of your uh, agents are on our lot and they happen to get injured or whatever the case is, we're not, you know, it, it's your responsibility to make sure that your employees are taken care of it. they fell off the tow truck while trying to load a car up it's it's not our fault you know so we got to keep ourselves and
0: unfortunately the insurance agency which is a big part of i mean this is where it gets like misunderstandings can blow up i could see right Somebody's like i'm not going to cause any damage on your lot and suddenly right something random happens
2: yeah, we we've seen it before where transporters with like, you know, uh three-car haulers are, are pulling out and they don't they don't understand the dogtail that's that's wagging there and they, they wipe out a car, wipe out a fence, whatever the case is and you know, it's uh, well, the vehicles on our lot it's, it's it's not our responsibility, well, I mean it is our responsibility that that we have to try to manage this, but uh we have to make sure that we're, we're protecting ourselves during during the time that the vehicle This
0: isn't a oh, that'll buff out situation.
2: No, It's that... not. Yeah. The driver's side of the car or yeah. happened to us before where someone just completely ripped off our fence like the gate just is gone so now we've got a we got an open lot but again we, we need to have that that copy of insurance or certificate of insurance so that way we can make a claim and and get our stuff fixed
0: for the damages that was created so if you are all right so let's say let's say i'm making an appointment never been to your lot i make an appointment online i verify the vin I upload driver's license BOL which is interesting in that so I should have a copy of a driver, of my driver's license as a PDF like handy maybe Yeah, right? Yeah, that'd be fine. That'd be fine. So so I upload that, I upload my driver's license BOL or driver's license PDF which by the way then I'm worried about fraud. I wonder, right? So Does anybody I mean- worry about yeah.
2: We need to have a copy of the driver's license when the person comes to pick up the vehicle anyways just because this is part of the requirements that we have to have with with releasing of the vehicle. But
0: maybe they don't feel comfortable doing that, so they just provide it in person and you make a copy there. That's
2: fine as well. We'll yeah. just take a picture of it so that way we have documents. I mean, with- this
0: is the problem. This fraud problem is a problem because it's going to hinder all digital transactions moving forward, right? It's. I mean. I can see that. That's not a stretch. But anyways, all right, driver's license, BOL, certificate of insurance. If it's my first time on your lot, I need to sign a site entry agreement? Yeah, we'd have to have,
2: so if we notice that you're trying to book an appointment with us and you're not one of the authorized ones, because when you go to book that appointment, that's that's just because you're trying to book it doesn't mean it's confirmed. We still have to authorize it, and then you'll receive a secondary text message or, or email saying that your. Uh, appointment request has been confirmed or denied. Or or like what I was showing, you you can pick multiple, or you put multiple vehicles onto the loadout to come pick vehicles up from us. We might deny one or two of the vehicles that are on there if you're trying to put four or five, just because of uh, you know reasons we talked about before for redemptions or keys or whatever kind of hold that's on the vehicle. Um, I lost my train of thought there.
0: Uh, yeah, I wanted to ask you a question. I know there's many things going on, like ping pong balls now. All right. How many auto transporters don't know what we're talking about? Is it not many? Is it many?
2: Uh, we have a pretty regular group of guys that are coming and girls that are coming to our locations now to pick vehicles up. So they're they're pretty good with the routine that's there. It's it's not common anymore that we have any sort of outside companies that are picking up loads for you know much cheaper. Uh, to, to To try to get the vehicles out of there, the the group of guys and girls that we have coming in, or companies that we have coming in to pick these vehicles up, I mean, they they know our procedures. Um, they're all part of the site entry agreement. They understand the process. Okay, uh, cool. And they're moving cars, you know, really so,
0: quick. Booking appointments and using the software has become more common than it once was. Absolutely. You yeah. think that's changed a lot in the last few years? A oh, Couple yeah. years.
2: I mean. When we started talking, you know, when when we started taking over and doing all these site entry agreements and using clear data and everything else, every company that had come to our, our business to pick up vehicles, we sent out a mass email to all of them saying this is the new policies and procedures that we have set in place at our company so that way we could help streamline the operation for you guys as well as and as well as keep us protected at the same time. So like I said, you know, having a transporter that just shows up with a with an order saying, Hey, I'm I'm here to come pick this car up. We, we need to have notice. We, it, we, we always try to say 24 hours ahead of the next day. And we need the transporters to fill out this information and provide these, these appointments with us so that way we can have everything staged and prepared for you.
0: I wonder how, ma- how many auto transport software, mobile apps and TMS can speak to clear data.
2: So, I was I was looking at some of the stuff. I can't remember it was on Cars Arrive or One Dispatch, but where it gives like the dispatch notes that are in there saying, hey, you know, you've got to call this number, you know, 24 hours in advance and then give them a one hour heads up. They've actually got it in there now for us where it says, go to northwestrepossession.com and book an appointment online. So, that's, oh, that's, that's good. How I'm, how I'm starting to see it, um, even while I'm searching for, for loads that are even coming off of my own lot. So, um, th- those are the notices that I'm seeing in there.
0: Let's talk about appointments for a second. How far in advance do you need the appointment? How big is the window? What are your expectations?
2: So our lots are set up to where if you want to book something in a week in advance, you can. Uh, we do not allow anything within 24 hours. So we uh, we have a clear data set up for us to where uh, no one is allowed to make a, a same day appointment or book an appointment. The, the earliest you can pick the vehicle is up is within 24 hours or is in 24 hours. So that, like I said, gives us enough time and preparation to get everything together, get the vehicle staged, get everything moved. So that way, when you guys get to our shop,
0: sign, car's pulling out, you guys are good to go. All right, so rule of thumb. If you're booking a load at a repossession, picking up at a repo lot, don't think you can do it that day.
2: No, like we've talked before in the past, you know, the, the, there's a little bit of a storage crisis that's going on. So like I said, with, with my lots, I've got over 300 vehicles that are there. Um, so we just need to, we need enough time and preparation so that way we can have everything separated out. We're, right.
0: You know, this is, I'm so, I'm sorry to cut you off. That's one of the th- other things that I don't think everybody knows is how full your lots are. You don't want it that way, but they're full.
2: They are full, but again, with proper reporting that's going on back on our end that, so I learned something not too long ago that these uh, auctions are running a query of the vehicles that are stored on our lot through the recovery database network, which is the one of the main softwares that we use, but they're running a query that's of the vehicles that are located on our lots. So that way they can figure out um, what vehicles are available Uh, for transport and and the disposition of it of whether it's operable or inoperable um so that's how that's how they're they're setting different trucks or different loadouts to go pick up specific cars but Ah. kind of talked about with the stored vehicles is Mm -hmm. as long as we're doing all the proper reporting on our end i think we can try to speed up the amount of vehicles that are are moving off of our lots Um, i did a little test not too long ago and i've had a 60 percent increase in vehicles that were moving off my lot when I started uh, updating and making some changes within RDN, which helps out the transporters because there's more available loads off our lot.
0: You know, that's really interesting. And so I wonder in what way does RDN feed into and which load board? Do you know any of that?
2: I, I don't know. Um, I, I'm trying to reach out to more people and learn, learn more. Okay. Being a repossessor and a transporter, I know everything within my spectrum that I have. And when we start talking about stuff that happens at the auction, or even stuff prior to the vehicle getting subject to repossession to us, I don't know those systems. I'm trying to learn, I want to learn more, because just like you're we talking about, you know, these different levels, everyone knows everything within their own spectrum. <laughs> when you're talking about transporters- it's so true. Knowing about everything within cars arrive or one dispatch, they know everything that's there. They don't know everything on my end. They don't that's know right. everything. Okay. So this is, this is where we need to, To merge and kind of bridge these gaps with technology and communication where it blends a little bit better to where we can we can make this a little bit smoother and the ecosystem as a whole can can
0: run a lot more smoothly i think that i think that sometimes i'm going to say something dangerous once again but that sometimes that sometimes when an executive it takes an executive to make the decision to reach halfway across the aisle to get some of this information to uh, what would otherwise be more of like boots on the ground, and until an executive makes that choice, it just remains in a bubble where there it doesn't you can't make contact. And the thing is, I, I'm sure that doesn't sound near as harsh as I, I could have said it, but I've tried to speak to executives at times that were just not receptive to what it was that I was trying to convey other times they are but it it it, everything is timing and some people just aren't receptive to either the way you said it the way i said it the way somebody else said it or the fact that it's being said at all and this is where timing is everything yeah but it seems like it's time right
2: it is i mean it's time you know i was on a i was on a panel with casey from run buggy and he said something that uh, you know technology is the thing that connects us and as well as much as that's true i think a lot of the automations that are set in place are the things that are keeping us disconnected so we need to have um, you know uh, a personal you know interaction that's going on again to you know bring it, bring the human factor back into these things because the automations that are that are being used right now to help streamline all of this is actually hindering what we're trying to do as a whole and i that's just wow. my
0: No, it's true. And there are certain businesses that want to do certain business with other certain businesses and not include some other certain businesses. And that business fence can cause some of these communication gaps to linger over time. And again, I'm sure that's not a popular thing to say either, but uh, it just is part of the problem. So that's why I'm the neutral zone. Yep. I mean, I just you know, I'm just going to point it out. And, and the thing is, I mean, I think there, I, I see this, you see it too. You were on that panel with uh, Casey from Run Buggy. Um, I'm on a, I'm, I'm moderating a panel at Used Car Week, and uh, Jose has a panel at Used Car Week. Um, but that was Jose's panel at N right? That there is more, and even Renee Lowe at Harding Brooks, she said there was a panel at. CCUCC. I don't know what that is. Uh, credit Union One. Uh, I think it was out in uh, Vegas or something like that. But there are more conversations happening on stages now about this topic. So the dam is breaking.
2: Just need to get it flowing.
0: This is awesome, and it, it's it's really great to hear that more transporters are doing the online booking assistant appointment. Oh, Skip, thank you, Skip. I wanted to ask this, how much of this bottleneck is still caused by auto IMS? Skip, we think some of the same things. I literally wonder this. Where does auto IMS, we mentioned RDN, but where does auto IMS fall within this ecosystem of communication and or bottleneck? I don't know the answer.
2: Neither. I don't
0: the, even know how to get the answer.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I've reached <laughs> out to see how I can Okay. Part of this and I just don't have any connectivity to it
0: and that's it it's always it comes down to access who do I need to talk to and sometimes there isn't anybody to talk to now I'm not saying that is the case here but sometimes it's not the right person trying to reach the right person
2: right
0: be that as it may the topic is out there dude Thank you. That was awesome. That was really informative. Can I steal one, one more minute from you here? Please take it. Yeah.
2: I'm going to mention one thing here real quick. Uh, unfortunately, at the beginning of this month, we had one of our agents that was tragically killed in the line of duty here, um, Jack Jacobson. Uh, he was a Navy veteran and a uh, expecting father. Uh, we have a GoFundMe that's set up to try to help him and his family. If there's anyone that can contribute, we would greatly appreciate it. And we'll have a uh, tow truck procession coming up on November 4th. Anyone that's in the uh, Chicagoland area that would like to participate is more than welcome. So,
0: Do me a favor. I'm glad you brought that up. I want to find the page and I want to share it. Do you have the link or how do I find his page? Put it in the chat right now. Okay, awesome. Yeah, well, and what is also interesting is, let's see, there we go. Let me grab that. I'm going to share it on screen. Um, I believe that folks like you and Kevin Armstrong and others have been vocal about violence against recovery agents. So for it to hit so close to home, that must have been pretty terrible.
2: It, it was a uh, one of the worst phone calls I've ever received in my entire life when was this uh, October 6th. my gosh 20 days ago yeah we got the I yeah, got the call about you know 1.45, 2 o'clock in the morning terrible um you know, it's just the it's it sucks it's just the, you know it's just the, I don't even know what to say you know it's just a just a difficult time um but uh, you know what we're gonna try to do everything we can to try to support the family. Make sure that the baby's taken care of, uh, his fiance is taken care of, and uh, you know they will—they will always be family with us. So, um, Jack was an awesome dude. We just bled NWR all the time. He was—he was so—he was, so, was a super proud guy and just a really, really good addition to our team that we—that uh, we lost all too soon.
0: Jack Jacobson, yeah, down down in Chicago, picking up a car in the middle of the night. Right. I saw I saw a news report and a couple details. So I'm speaking as a just a third party catching up with news and he'd already picked up a vehicle. And then and it seemed like it's here's what's interesting. It seemed like the person that that uh, was experiencing the repossession wasn't the problem.
2: Uh, Yeah, I mean, it's still under investigation. But but it could
0: have just been a third party that thought, let's get that car. It sound like a, a robbery attempt. Yeah, it's like a robbery attempt. And not just a simple robbery. It sounded like a group of folks with guns.
2: Yeah, like, we don't have the full report as of
0: yeah. yet. We, we oh, hear, I know. We'll uh, we we'll know, but uh, but you know, in the meantime, it's just, just help them out. It, the, why I'm spending time on this is the road is a dangerous place. And it seems nearly impossible to explain that to businesses and people in automotive that just think that it's just another day.
2: Yeah, no, anytime you're driving on the road, it's dangerous. I mean, we've had, you know, not only my company, other companies, you know, tow trucks get in an accident. You've got Scotts Law that's out there, you know, people getting, you know, hit by uh, hit by passing cars or, you know, even just driving conditions alone. You know, when you've got a loaded up truck and you're trying to drive through the rain or the snow or any sort of adverse conditions, I mean, what, there was a big... Crashing the fog that happened just a couple days ago. I don't even remember where
0: that was at. The, the dense fog or I heard it was in Louisiana on a bridge. Yeah.
2: yeah. I mean, it can happen anywhere at any time. And it's anyone that drives on the road, it's a, it's a risky job.
0: So, yeah. So, well, um, I'm glad you brought that up. Of course, we're really sorry. And uh, thank you, Rob, and, and everyone in the live chat for uh, you know joining us for. Well, I guess that would be our moment of silence here. I mean, I feel terrible about it.
2: Yeah, yeah that's horrible. It is, it's really bad. Thank you for having me on the show today. And I hope <laughs> yeah. after you lose something. And if there's ever yeah. any things, they can, you know, they are more than welcome to reach out or contact your local repo companies. I'm sure 99% of them are using clear data, and they'll be more than happy to help walk you through it and, and streamline the operations for you. So I get it. Truck empty trucks don't make money and if you're not moving they don't make money either so let's keep you guys loaded up and keep you moving.
0: And you were talking about speed so this has sped up the process and I think everybody likes to hear that. Oh yeah. yeah. So that's good too. So um, what's neat Ryan is you and many others that are friends of the channel now put a name and a face and a reality to repossession and recovery businesses and we appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. We covered a lot, Sue. Do you have any questions? No, that's
1: more information than we've ever gotten, and it helps a lot, actually. <laughs> Is that so. cool? I know. Yeah,
0: I know. So, so let's keep it going, Ryan. Um, as we learn more about RDN and Auto IMS, I would love to have a follow-up segment sometime about how these other systems, load boards, are connecting and interacting to help continue to speed up the process and verified information
2: yeah yeah i'd love to be back on the show again i'm still going to keep researching and talking to the auctions and trying to figure out more than i can about how their systems work so that way i can know how to make changes on my end so we can just speed it up for everyone like i said ecosystems nice and big and round but we got to figure out how each part of it works so we can keep the machine working
0: well and we know that there's a significant amount of turnover within service providers and people, so there's always going to be people to educate on what's going on. So absolutely that will be ongoing as well. Alright, Ryan, thanks again so much. Have a great afternoon. Appreciate your time. Thank you. All right. Take care, Ryan. All right. And so we'll just put him back in the waiting room. Give him another applause. That's awesome. Uh If you, let's see here, if you have a comment or an idea, information, news, or something we just need to share and talk about, send it to autotransportintel at gmail.com. You can send me an email. Yeah, I still have a Gmail. I know. Um, That's the podcast. Man, cranking up podcasts now. So if you see that, get the podcast. And you don't have to go to mine's on Podbean, but you can go anywhere—Apple, Google, uh, Soundhound—I don't know. It's Car Shipping Business Channel. <laughs> hey, we made it. We didn't get canceled. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Oh, oh, you know. Uh, hey, Rob, what, what what's the story with the Porsche?
1: Oh, so yeah, Rob. So um, Rob had an in-op with no keys. I think it was a Subaru, if I'm not mistaken, car. And um, he had a company come pick it up. And apparently he wasn't aware that the car didn't run and drive and didn't have keys. So he proceeded, this transporter, proceeded to use a Porsche to pull the Subaru with Rob driving it, or not driving it, in it, directing it up the the three car wedge onto the trailer he says he's never seen no shit like that before in his his life which i haven't either and he said the guy that owns the porsche is going to be really upset if something happened to it because he only he didn't even use a change i think i think he said he used like a pull rope of some sort like a a strap that's what he used he used a strap to pull it up with so talk about crazy why Why? i get was there no other way to
0: do it at this point
1: that's well, crazy. he didn't know it. He didn't know it didn't that it, he didn't have a winch. He said his dispatcher didn't tell him it didn't run and drive and I said, Boy, "Well, how many times know, do you hear that?" That's one. their job. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, he just figured it out, I guess, and decided he was going to use the Porsche that was in front of it and drive it up onto the trailer. Who's your dispatcher? <laughs> that's not oh, that's crazy shit. Handy
0: Dandy Super Dispatcher yeah. Spammer guy. <laughs> right? <laughs>
1: yeah, something. Uh, That's crazy.
0: Do you the the conversation was all right? Well, make sure you have a wench. A what? A, a
1: wench. <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. Sure. I'll tell him.
1: Yep. Uh huh. And that doesn't go mean like a bar gal. That oh means man.
0: <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, how can the Porsche not exactly have something? I don't know. There's going to be some residual effect. Yep. That sounds pretty crazy well that is great great story rob yeah i saw him sharing it in the live chat and you know hey speaking of shout out live chat i just want to say hello everybody in the live chat uh james cargo skip kavanaugh rob stevenson oh john larrick tuned in elena thanks a lot elena for giving it away uh danny b (laughs) renee was here bga um ddd stefan family what a community! I love seeing it. That was that. Uh, oh, Jason Clark. That was a really interesting. Um, oh, Peach Ge- Peach Transport made it into Michael. That was a really interesting segment with Ryan. And so, uh, I'm going to ask you again. So, am I wrong? Is this something that needs to be talked about more in our industry, yes. or does everybody already know this? Well, and when I say this, I mean yes and no. clear I mean, data like- booking appointments, yeah. 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 The Absolutely.
1: Most yeah. people don't know anything about that. Okay. And but then again, you've a lot of people that don't even do repos, so it just all it's going to pertain to certain people who specialize in that too, I think. Cuz most general transporters don't do it cuz we just don't have time, right?
0: Or don't have a winch yeah. that kind of thing oh, well so, and, or the money is not right although the money has, there been money? Right. has the has there been money has the has the been money has the money been coming up on repos or am i wrong no no <laughs> no no no
1: no oh um, so also another reason why you know most people are gonna oh, mess with it
0: so sergey at Which i don't care good. dispatch oh my god that's awesome Dee 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 dee. Does everybody know that song? Deet 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 deet. The kids sing it. You got, you got jabated. I don't know. Um, hey, Freddy versus Jason coming up Tuesday, Halloween special. Think broker versus carrier. We're gonna go live Tuesday on Halloween That's with Sue. We're gonna do the. Uh, name that Halloween costume. We This is now third year in a row, maybe? Is it a broker? Yeah. Is it a carrier? Is it, is, it a yeah. shipper? Or is it a repo agent or something yeah. like that? And we're going to look at Halloween yep. costumes. It's a pretty good time. We're going to do that Tuesday, uh, as well as normal Tuesday news kind of thing. Um... Oh, Rob said, Jay. So, did you send Jay that photo opportunity with my transport guy that came in last week? Did that I? was
1: what I was supposed to send to him. Oh, That's gotcha. Yeah, about. we'll do that That's Tuesday. And I yeah.
0: forgot to send you. The picture. It's, it's the story that gives yeah. and gives. So, we'll, we'll get more of that on Tuesday on <laughs> Freddy versus Jason, Broker versus Carrier. It's kind of like, a, what, Alien versus Predator? Oh, but Halloween style. Good one, Jay. All right. Well, then, uh, I think we're done here, right?
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah, I think <laughs> Jeez, we covered everything. You, think?
0: you can't tell all the viewers dropping <laughs> off. Um, all right. <laughs> uh, we've got Auto Hall Exchange on Cars on the Move tomorrow. That's at 10 a.m. Central Time, early edition. And uh, then we're going to wrap up October on... Tuesday, so yeah, please, Rob, get that stuff to Sue, send it to me, and it sounds pretty awesome. Oh, I got it. Um, Elena, thanks. Special, special shout out, Elena. Elena, thanks for, um, <laughs> how do I say this? Like, I, there's a reason we have a woke waiver, and there's a reason we're the neutral zone, and there's a reason why there's a dispatching live effect. It's all real. This stuff has got to be talked about and there just aren't many places for it to come to light. No company's going to share that information cuz it doesn't look good for the company. But it's important, it's real and it needs to be talked about. And if you're like crushing it with press releases and all this other great stuff and then over here, you know, like the the toilets overflowing, well, that's a problem. Come on, man. Fix it. We'll talk about it. ATI, auto business. Office, what do we say? Right, he's doing voices again, like he's reading a script. What do we say, Always oh, in third person, everybody.
1: Goodbye, Sue. All right,
0: goodbye, Sue. Thanks, everybody. Join us Tuesday for a Halloween: Freddy versus Jason. Take care, and we'll see you soon. Peace out. Thank you. Thanks, Ryan Miller.